Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rest Weekly. This is a new, a new news episode. New news episode nine. Possibly part one. I'm not sure how long this is going to take, but I have... Let's see, I've written it down here. Um, it's It's been four months since I last did a new news episode, and there have been many things released since then, including two minor Java releases, six A snapshots, three B snapshots, and those are both for Java, Three minor Bedrock releases, one Minecraft Legends update, and a quick bit bit of miscellaneous news. Okay, let's just jump right into the news, um, starting with some quick miscellaneous news. So, with this miscellaneous news, we have Quick Play is coming to Java and Bedrock Edition. Um, so you can jump back into your most recent worlds straight from the launcher. So, this is a feature that has been in beta for a little bit here, uh, for a little while, uh, on the Minecraft launcher, I turned it on instantly, um, but it basically allows you to access your, to quickly launch worlds on both Bedrock and Java Edition, and this is for the Minecraft launcher, which if you don't know what that is, that is the way you play Minecraft, uh, Java Edition, you have to, and also, it's just a convenient way to play Bedrock Edition, um, through, or, uh, on the PC. Uh, if you're on Xbox or anything like that, you won't have this, but this allows you to instantly la- launch a world, um, so I can just, like, right here, I can see on mine, I have, uh, a survival world, um, a server, um, another server, um, another server, I think, uh, or just a world, um, and another server, uh, just a lot of server, or, uh, worlds and servers that I can just instantly click it and instantly play. And this also works for Bedrock Edition. Um, so I've actually had this on, it was a toggle, um inside of settings, uh, on the launcher, it was a toggle, you could turn it on, um, and I turned it on, because I liked it, um, I, I already had it on, but this is now a full feature, so if you didn't have this on already, you will now have it on, you can delete it, or you can turn it off, but you just, uh, click it, and you could, you're instantly, it'll load up Minecraft, and you'll be in the world without having to go through the main menu, uh, it still take, it will stay, still take just as long to launch Minecraft, but it won't take as long, so, that is one. Uh, that is that is what Quick Play is. Um, it's really convenient. You can have up to five slots. Um, you can choose the icon for each world. Uh, you can pin worlds to your Quick Bar, um, and they will always stay there, um, which is neat. So uh, yeah, that's that's Quick Play. I already I've used Quick Pay, Play and I really like it. So if you're on PC, it's a really convenient way to just jump right into the world you were just doing. Um, and next we have all the Java news. So, with this Java news, uh, we have a lot of news for Java. Um, starting with Minecraft Java Edition 1.20.3. And I am skipping all the snapshots that happened in between here, um, for 1.20.3 and 1.20.4, simply because I did not want to have to go through all that, because it was redundant, because I'm going through the changelog right here. So, Minecraft Java Edition 1.20.3. This is going to take a while. We're now releasing 1.20.3 for Minecraft Java Edition. This release comes with new functionality for decorated pots, a new look for the bat, and improvement to shields. This release also includes new features for map makers and pack creators like scoreboard display names and extensions for the execute and return commands, and a new administrative tool, the tick command. The optional 1.21 experiment also shows up in this version as a sneak preview of the features for the next major version of Minecraft. Um, So, changes. Decorative pots can now store items and can be smashed by projectiles. When a player is blocking with a shield, the arm with the shield now follows the direction uh, the player is looking at. When viewed from third person, the bat now has a new look. 
Um, add an accessibility option that allows to hide the yellow splash text in the main menu. Added a recovery screen for worlds with missing data. For example, if saving failed due to an, an unexpected shutdown and other minor tweaks. So I'm not going to read all of these change logs here, uh, or uh, this entire change log. But um, instead, I'm going to go through and kind of paraphrase it and also uh, give my opinions. So starting with decorated pots. Um, decorated pots can now store up to a single stack of items. So you can now put one stack of items in any decorated pot. Um, and this will also happen inside of trial chambers. They will naturally spawn, or uh, pots will naturally be there having loot. And you can only get items out of a, of a, uh, I believe you can only get items out of a, Yep, in or decorated pots have no GUI and need to be broken to retrieve or discover their content by players. So it's a nice way to kind of like put loot. It, it works really well in the trial chambers. More on that later. Um, and then uh, the bat has an updated model, animations, and texture. So with the bat, it is different. Um, it has, it is, I, I'm not sure what I think of it. It looks a little bit too low resolution for me. Um, the original bat texture was high resolution. I love the model. Like, the model is amazing. Um, I, it's just a bit too low resolution for me. So I may create myself a very, a custom resource pack that takes, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of Faithful 32, um, but it's a, also, there's also Faithful 64, and it just ups the resolution of Minecraft. Um, I personally don't play with Faithful 32, but I do want to get, uh, I do want to, I think I'm going to pull the bat texture from Faithful 32, and make a texture pack that just has the bat texture from there. That way I can have a high-resolution bat, but everything else is normal. Because it's just a bit too low-resolution for me. Um, and then we have a lot of technical changes. I'm not going to read uh, these. I'm just going to give the quick summary. So the data pack version is now 26. The resource pack version is now 22. A few minor changes to chat component serialization. The name of non-living entities will now be shown if targeted and a custom name is set or always displayed if custom name visible is set, similar to living entities. Changes to downloaded world slash resource pack handling. Or downloaded slash world resource pack handling. Um, and then further down here, we have experimental features. <clears throat> and these experimental features are the 1.21 features. So we have... Uh, the crafter. The crafter is a new block that enables the crafting of items and blocks via redstone. The crafter will eject one crafted item at a time when powered by a redstone pulse. Upon receiving a signal, the crafter will eject the, re the recipe result from the front face. If the output result has multiple types of items, all the result items will be ejected together. When placed, the front face of the crafter will face towards the player. Um, crafter user interface has got a 3x3 grid. Um, craftable grid, but you uh, you can't pull the uh, anything out. Uh, a slot that is toggled cannot hold it. You can toggle slots, um, and toggle slots cannot hold any items. And hoppers and droppers can also not place items into them. It's a bit different from the crafting table. If you really want to know, I'll have. Um, well, I'm not gonna say I will. Um, eventually, I think I will try to make a new a an article uh, on my blog. That has all the links for this episode. Um, so there will be a link in the description of this episode eventually. Probably not when this episode first comes out, but later on. Um, that has all the change. That has all the links. Uh, you click that, you'll be on my blog. You can have all the links. Um, there's other stuff on the blog as well. Um, the copper family of blocks has been expanded, including chiseled copper, copper grate, copper bulb, copper door, copper trap door, 
oxidized and waxed and oxidized and waxed variants of all of the above. Um, so all of the uh, the uh, chiseled, great bulb, door, and trapdoor, all those have oxidized and waxed variants. Um, and you can read more on those uh, in the changelog as well. Uh, Tuff has been expanded to have its own family of blocks, including stair, slab, wall, and chiseled variants. Tough bricks with stair, slab, wall, and chiseled variants, and polished tough with stair, slab, and wall variants. Um, and all tough variants can be crafted in the stone cutter. Added breeze mob. The breeze is a cunning, hostile mob spawned by the trial spawner in some rooms within the trial chambers. The breeze moves primarily by leaping around its target. An aggressive adversary, the breeze shoots volatile wind energy in the form of wind charged projectiles at its target. Wind charges deal a small amount of damage when colliding directly with an entity. After colliding with an entity or a block, the uh, wind charged par particles produce a wind burst, which knocks back entities in the area. Wind charges dec uh, break decorated pots and coarse flower blocks upon collision. Wind bursts also have the effect of activating certain blocks. Non-iron door non-iron doors and trapdoors are flipped, are flipped, fence gates are flipped, buttons are pressed, levers are flipped, bells are rung and swung, and lit candles are extinguished. And wind bursts do not have any effect on iron doors, iron trapdoors, or any block being held in its position by redstone signal. The Trial Spawner. The Trial Spawner is a new variant of mob monster spawners that ejects rewards upon completion. The challenge level will increase for every new player a Trial Spawner notices nearby. Um, unlike normal spawners, a Trial Spawner will spawn a limited number of mobs proportional to its current challenge level. Um, spawned mobs are persistent. Um, once all mobs are defeated, the sp Trial Spawner will eject a set of rewards proportional to the current challenge level. After the rewards have been ejected, the trial spawner goes into cooldown for 30 minutes, during which it will not no longer spawn mobs. Trial spawners cannot be crafted nor obtained by players in survival. Instead, they can be found naturally throughout trial chambers. Trial spawners are extremely slow to mine and resistant to explosions and will not drop even with silk touch. When placed in creative, trial spawners have no mobs set by default. You have to put an egg inside of it, a spawn egg. And creative and spectator players cannot be detected nor no or, or noticed by trial spawners. Trial Chambers. Trial Chambers are a new structure in the overworld where players can take on, explore and take on combat challenges. Um, they are relatively common to find throughout the deep slate layer of the, uh, of the underground and they are made out of a variety of copper and tough blocks and can be found in different sizes. The layout of each Trial Chamber is procedurally generated and can include traps, reward chests, and a variety of combat areas. Um, there's supply chests all around, reward chests guarded by challenges in each room. Um, including high-level enchanted books and equipment. The loot found reward chest is still being iterated and are not absolutely not final. Uh, each trial chamber will include trial spawners with a melee, small melee, or a ranged category. Uh, melee, there's zombie husk slime. Uh, small melee, there's spider, cave spider, baby zombie, and silverfish. Ra and ranged, there's skeleton, stray, and skeleton with poison-tipped arrows. More on that skeleton with poison-tipped arrows later on, um, probably in the next episode, if this is a two-part episode, which I'm guessing it will be. Uh, each trial spawner category will only use one mob for the entire structure when generated, and these mobs are randomized for each trial chamber. So, for example, one trial, trial, bleh, trial spawner might only spawn zombies, cave spiders, strays, while another might only spawn slimes, silverfish, and skeletons. So, when you come across a trial chamber... Um, it can choose. Uh, it will only be able to spawn one mob of each category. So, uh, 
trial chambers are able to basically when they're generated they uh, randomly choose a melee mob a small melee mob and a ranged mob to be spawning on the trial spawners uh, natural mob spawning does not occur within trial chambers uh, there's some known issues which are probably fixed later on uh, and the trial key an item cannot that can only be obtained from trial spawners trial keys do, do not currently have any functionality um, with bu bug fixes, there were 85 bugs fixed in this release, and you can view the list on the issue tracker if you really are that dedicated to looking at bugs. Um, for example, if you have a particular bug that you were tracking that you want to be fixed, uh, that you want it to be fixed, then you can look on that. Um, so now we have Java Edition 1.20.4, um, which was released, and it was just a hotfix for Java Edition, which fixes a critical bug that could cause items to vanish after being stored in a decorated pot. So, happy pot smashing is what this says in the changelog, and it just fixes a bug. Decorated pots can delete items when reloading the world. Um, I'm curious, and it may be that versioning doesn't work like this, but I'm curious why they don't just, because they've done this twice now in, uh, for Minecraft Java, um, just for 1.20. Why didn't they just do 1.20.4.1 and 1.20.1.2? Or 1.20.0.1. Like, why didn't when 1.20 came out, and there's a few crash issues, they just come out with 1.20.0.1 instead of 1.20.1. And now same with this, because that would have made it to where this 1.20.3 release would have actually been 1.20.2. Um, and then this 1.20.4 would be 1.20.3.1. Like, uh, sorry if this isn't making sense, but I just don't understand why they didn't just make it 1.20.3. 3.1 because that doesn't make any sense to me um so next up we have minecraft snapshot 23 w 15 a new features added armadillo armadillo scoots and wolf armor so before i go on with this i do want to point out uh one thing um if you if you'll notice here in these snapshots uh the armadillo is actually going to come out in 1.20.5 it's not going to come out 1.20.1 it's going to come out sooner than that so if you're really excited for the armadillo and wolf armor let's be honest you're probably excited for wolf armor more um if you're excited for one of the two it's probably wolf armor um you're gonna you're you're gonna probably get, be able to see wolf armor within i'm going to guess the next month don't take my word for it this is just my guess next month within the next month um so the armadillo is a is a new passive mob that drops armadillo scutes periodically, drops armadillo scutes when brushed, and sp spawns in savannas. And its favorite food is spider eye. Um, armadillo rolling up behavior. The armadillo rolls up when it detects a threat, such as a sprinting player, a player in a mounted in a vehicle or mounted, um, and undead mobs. It does not roll up when it is fleeing in water, in the air, or on a leash. When armadillo is rolled up. It does not walk, cannot eat, and will not be tempted by food. It continues to scan for threats. If none are detected for three seconds, it will unroll. Armadillo scoots. Wolf or uh, armadillo scoots can be used to craft wolf armor. They are dropped by armadillos. Uh, dispenser can be used to brush armadillo scoots off of armadillos. So uh, you get armadillo scoots by brushing armadillos using a brush. So you use uh, so. Uh, you take your, uh, you, you just take a brush, brush the armadillo with it, and you get a scute. Um, the scutes, or it does go through your durability pretty fast, though, on your brush. Um, and they'll also drop them passively. Um, and then 
uh, so you don't have to kill them, or they and they don't have to breed like turtles. <clears throat> uh, wolf armor. Using wolf armor on an adult tamed wolf will equip the armor on the wolf. Only a wolf's owner can put a wolf can put a wolf armor on their tamed wolf. And with this in mind, dispensers cannot put wolf armor on wolves. Wolf armor gives the same protection as diamond horse armor. Using shears on a wolf that is wearing wolf armor will make it drop the armor. Only a wolf's owner can shear the wolf armor from it. And with this in mind, dispensers cannot remove wolf armor from wolves. And if a wolf dies while wearing armor, it will drop the armor. Uh, changes, uh, rename scutes that come from turtles to turtle scutes, which, uh, Gives room for armadillo scutes to come in instead of there being scutes and then armadillo scutes. It's now turtle scutes, armadillo scutes. And llamas and shulkers are no, no, no longer able to destroy armor stands. Technical changes. The data pack version is now 27. Uh, experimental features. Added a new whirl idle sound. Added a charging up attack sound. Added a sound that plays while the breeze is in the air. Added a projectile deflection sound. Tweaked existing sounds. And then with the trial spawner, the trial spawner now has the same two default loot tables as they have in the or as they have in the trial chamber. Um, fixed bugs in 23W51A. There are a lot, so I'm not going to read them. Um, not maybe like 20, 30. I don't know. Um, and then there, uh, snapshot 23W51B came out, and that fixed a crash that would occur when the name tag of when the name tag of a player was visible. During sleeping, swimming, or dying. So, that has been fixed. Um, let me see, how much time are we on right now? I think I'm going to leave it here. Um, this may bite me back in the butt, and my next episode would be longer. I'm not sure. We will see. So, I'm just going to go with this and say, I think this is long enough for now. Uh, this is about maybe 17, 18 minutes. So, I think this is good enough for now. Um, so let's move on to the outro. So, if you did enjoy this episode and you'd like to contact me, you can do so by emailing me at redstoneweeklypodcast at gmail.com, responding to any Q- Spotify Q&A question. I'd prefer if you do it on a recent episode. Um, so if th- you're listening to this, like, maybe a few months after it came out, uh, if you can do it on a recent episode, unless you're responding to this specific question, that way I can easily uh, do the answer the questions without having to go back to older episodes. At the moment, I believe you can send me a voicemail at podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash redstoneweekly slash message. However, that is soon going to be gone. Um, Spotify is discontinuing that, so you will not be able to do that uh, soon here. Um, In June, uh, once it hits June, you will not be able to send me any more voicemails. Um, Technically, you can email me an audio clip if you really wanted to send me a voicemail. Um... And then if you'd like to respond to some Spotify Q&As or polls that I've put out, um, I would love to see your answers. And you can do so just by getting Spotify on your Windows PC, your Apple device, anything like that. Um, You can get them on there. You can get it on Android, whatever. Um, It's there. Go to your app store. It will probably be there. Um, Or you can go to the site and uh, you can – or I think you have to be on the app. It might just be the mobile app that you can respond to the questions. I'm not sure. Um, and then uh, I I have put out a poll in, on my for I think my last episode uh, asking how old you were, and none of the poll responses are uh, I can I can't see who responds to a poll, um, so they're completely anonymous. And I would love if you would vote on there simply so I can see 
the general age of my podcast and be able to change a bit of my podcast if I need to, to kind of gear toward that age. And also just so I can see like who's listening to my podcast. So please, if you're, uh, you don't mind, if you could, uh, just tap the age that you are, um, it's, I can't tell who is, who has voted there. And it simply just allows me to, uh, It'll allow me to better adapt my podcast to the age range that is listening to it. Um, and if you don't have Spotify, you can email me your age if you'd like uh, inside of an email that you already have, um, and I'd, I'll count that into it just so I can. I, I just want to see like the general age of my listeners. Um, you can check out my blog at uh, podcastwrestlingweekly.blogspot.com. I believe that's it. Um, and I'm slowly working on getting my podcast or, uh, my blog a bit better. Um, occasionally hopping, uh, just popping into my blog and making it better. Um, I added a new about me page where you can learn just some interesting information about me, uh, that doesn't have to do with, uh, it doesn't have to do with Minecraft. Um, and I've got some posts there. Um, I may... Uh, eventually be changing the UI of my blog just because I think it looks very 2000s. Yeah, I still have the link to Anchor FM. I really got to work on this blog and get it better. But um, right now I'm just working on getting my podcast into better shape. So the blog is there um, and you can, uh, I'll start putting descriptions in there. Um, I have a page where you can listen to my podcast there. Um, I'm slowly working on converting them from the Spotify for Podcasters embedded link to the just Spotify app or Spotify site one because it's way better looking. Um, and you can just play it right there and then you stop it. You can give you a link to it on there, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's everything. Um, so I will see you in the next episode, which will be probably next week. Might be sooner, might be later. I don't know. Um... I had some issues with my schedule because I released an episode on a Monday and then a Saturday, that following Saturday, and then a little more than a week later on a Tuesday I released an episode. So I'm, I took a few weeks um, to be able to fix my schedule. Um, so I now have this episode, which will come out hopefully on a Monday. Uh, hopefully Monday the 19th, I think, maybe. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I will see you in the next episode, whenever that is, um, also, oh, one more thing, I just remembered this, um, if I put out a subscription, kind of like a Patreon, maybe Patreon, maybe not, I don't know, would you do it, like, would you actually, uh, would you, would any of you actually, uh, pay to subscribe, it would probably be, like, a dollar a month, maybe two dollars, I don't know, probably have different tiers, um, would you do it, and if you would, uh, let me know if you would be willing to do it, and, if enough people are willing, I may set up a Patreon. It, it will probably just have some... At the very minimum, it will allow you to get out access to the episode as soon as it's available, not the next Monday that it's after I've made it. So if I edit the episode, get it whatever finished, and then um, whatever day I finish it, it will instantly be available to any Patreon subscribers if I go to launch this, which I, I want to see. Would any of y'all actually do it? Um, so... I have no clue, like, would any of my listeners be willing to pay a dollar a month at the minimum to help support my podcast? Um, and if so, let me know. So that is everything that I have for this episode, so I will see you in the next episode, which will be a part two of New News 9, and yeah, so I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.